And then one day she decided to start living her own life. She organized her crap and she got busy. Hello and welcome to Organized Chaos. I am your host, Kimberly Jensen. You know, as we round uh, almost 110 episodes, which is just wild to me that we are already here, I just kind of thought I would take a minute and just welcome you if you are new to my podcast. Uh, I have seen a lot of new shares and I imagine that will bring new people. And so um, I am Kimberly Jensen. I am born in Canada. Uh, then I slowly immigrated. I'm just getting kind of not really similar to like a bird, even though I don't like birds, uh, to Southern California where I met my hubby and we had our four children in five years. <laughs> and then we picked up and moved across the country to South Carolina and we are quickly approaching one year here. So that's us, that's me. Um, I learned in the chaos of life how to find things and rhythms and habits and disciplines that make life a little less chaotic, even though it's always chaotic. It's always chaotic. Let me just say that one more time. It is always chaotic, okay? I can have a system for everything, but I cannot control four little humans my husband, the dog, the weather, a cold, the other kids in school, the emotions. I can't control any of that. Uh, someone getting sick, the world, uh, politics, uh, the news, the neighbors. I mean, you name it. There is so many uncontrollable factors in our life. And really, Organized Chaos was breathed from this idea that we learn to control the things we can so that when the uncontrollable happens, we don't completely derail our lives. And I've seen that play out in so many people's lives as I've been a health and fitness uh, virtual coach for almost seven years now. And I have seen how, you know, someone is so ready to make a commitment and then like their kid go gets the flu or they get the flu or... Uh, you know, someone loses their job and everything falls apart. Um, it, it doesn't become like, it's not like, okay, well, we got a rally. It's like, no, then this falls apart. And then now the marriage is falling apart. And now the kids are sad. And now we're moving and we got colds and, and like, it is a slow, and I can't tell you how many times I've seen it happen. And so this really stemmed from this idea that something has to give and we have to be able to figure out ways to stay grounded in what we know we are uh, rather than letting everything just take us out and so that's kind of what organized chaos is um, I feel like life has thrown me some crazy crazy um, adventures uh, that have taught me a lot about how I can turn it around um, and how I can use those valleys um, for others to show them how to pull themselves up. Uh, and that's really what this is. Um, we talk about everything from your laundry to your health and fitness to your marriage to your, you know, to pretty much anything I can come up with. Um, I am a little, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm squirrely with a lot of energy. Um, just kidding. I don't know if squirrely would be the right word to describe myself. Squirrels distract me. But I don't know that I'm squirrely. I don't really know that I um, 
I'd have to define that one. Anyway, uh, I'm glad you're here. I appreciate you that there's so many podcasts out there and yet you are a part of this one and um, you are valued here. And if you have ideas or feedback, um, I am here to listen and to, to take, um, to soak it in. So hit me with your best shot. Um, but be kind, just kidding. <laughs> uh, today's episode is sponsored by Christian Planner. Uh, Christian Planner has been a life-changing organizational tool for myself um, for the past couple years, and now I am so excited to get to work with them on a day-to-day basis. Um, you can hit up my show notes today for, uh, there's some discounts in there, um, and also Um, There'll be more to come from them. So uh, if you are looking for a planner for your upcoming year, uh, this is the one to have. They are the right price with the right amount of lists. And I just know that they will make life a little easier. Uh, Today, I want to talk. I hadn't even got to that part. Jeez, Kim. I wanted to to talk about purpose. Um, It is literally haunting me. I was up at 4 a.m. thinking purpose, 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 purpose. What's my purpose? What am I purpose? Da, 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 da. Then I woke up and my devotional was all about purpose, purpose, purpose. So I want to talk about God's given purpose for your life. So I know purpose is like a big word and has a lot of, you know, underlying areas. Um, And today I really want to focus on your God-given purpose, not the world's purpose for you, because I think sometimes we can get caught up in that piece. And I don't, I don't want to live, I don't want to live too much in there. Um, Because I think that your God-given purpose is for you to live a joy-filled life as an ambassador for him, right? Like it's very, it's very simple. But what does that look like? What does that even, how do you even know if you're, are you in his purpose? Are you already living his purpose? Are you frustrated? And so I want to start in the negative, and I want to say negative, but start in the signs that you're not necessarily living in God's purpose. So that maybe you can kind of take that and then go from there. Um, And these are just some things that I have learned over the years that I think have really, I don't know, it showed me like it's time for a recharge, it's time for like a redirect or it's time to do, and I'll go over some of the things of how I get to the, to the, to the, to the good side, um, to the good part. But for now, I think just let's start with what are some signs that you aren't fulfilling your God-given purpose? I would say number one, life feels like drudgery. Um, are you waking up dreading the day before you even start? Um, do the mundane tasks like make you feel like you want to pull your hair out? Um, are you excited to do laundry or take out the trash? Um, I think that we want to escape from our responsibilities and that might feel like drudgery. Um, so that, you know, I think is a good part of knowing that something just isn't quite right. Um, number two, you're complacent with sin. When we, um, we, we become immune to a sin that just is reoccurring, don't get me wrong, we're never going to be sin free, but I think that once we really start to press into this idea that 
we are trying to strive for holiness, therefore trying to change things that we know are wrong, I think that that that's a surefire sign that something ain't right, right? If we are rejecting it and we are blatantly just continuing in it, um, we need to get the the root of sin out um, and put on righteousness of Christ. And so that's another sign. Number three, uh, you don't have hope for the future. Y'all, Jesus is hope. He came to give us hope. And so if there is nothing that you're hoping for, if you're not excited about your future, if you don't have hope for the things God will do in your life, you're probably not living out God's given purpose. Um, I think that some people think of hopelessness as foolish optimism that you're finally, you know, starting to, you know, using your juicer or that you'll pick the perfect fantasy lineup. But being hopeful has such a bigger impact on your life. And when you trust God with your future, there are so many reasons to get excited. Um, We should be forward thinkers because our ultimate hope is for the day you get to see, you know, God face to face and enjoy heaven. But we, he also has us have hope for future here on earth and that we will learn and grow and contribute contribute to great things um, to the world and the people around you. And last one, you feel aimless. Um, So if you lack direction in your life, a direction to move forward, a drive to move forward, maybe you feel like you're just spinning your wheels and you're not going anywhere. Um, You're stuck, you're wandering with no goals or no destination in mind, then you're sure to wonder what your daily work is for. Um, So these are just like times in my life, I have gone through all of those, um, either at the same time or separate times, but I feel like that's when it's time to make the shift. And I feel like, you know, there's, I wish there was like a perfect, you know, I get this, these are like my daily inboxes full of, I'm stuck. I don't feel I blah, blah, blah. You know, like they're all there. We all feel them. And, and so I think, when we're trying to discover the purpose God has for who we are, um, number one, immense yourself in the word, um, which is why I'm so excited about the Bible study that I have planned for 2022. Um, if you are looking for one, I will put it in my show notes because I, I just have so much, I just know it is going to be life-changing and I know that there is going to be, um, so much growth that comes from it, but Can you imagine having an inbox full of unread messages from a friend and complaining that you never heard from them? That's sort of what we sound like when we're, you know, lament on not hearing from God while the Bible is collecting dust on your shelf. Because if we want to know more about God's given purpose, a great place to start is to read your word. Read the Bible, guys. Pick it up. Make that your daily habit. Um, Number two, praying for direction. Prayer is another great way to discover and fulfill our God-given purpose. And the Bible tells us to ask God for what we need. So when you need direction, go to God in prayer. Um, Along with reading your Bible, prayer is going to provide valuable insight um, for your God-given purpose and help you live on purpose every single day. Someone should do uh, how many times I'm in the same purpose in today's episode. Don't maybe like drink coffee, um, not, or shoot some energy. Ooh, don't even do that. That'd be bad too. Um, and number three, drawing on your God given passions. Um, I believe that God has given us each special talents and interests. And sometimes it takes a minute to figure out what it is. It took me five years, took me, mm, yeah, five ish, five ish years to really 
figure out what the passion was on my life. Um, and it keeps growing and it keeps kind of adapting and changing. But part of fulfilling God's purpose for your life is finding ways to draw on these passions and to give the world something only you can. And so how has God gifted you? This is truly some of these, uh, these ways will help you lead your, get to the part where you're leading a purposeful life. Um, you know, when you, when you immerse yourself in the word, you're going to see your priorities change and they're going to begin to align with God's priorities and they're going to gain the sense of purpose you've been missing. Um, you may also discover some changes you need to make in your life um, when you live in God's will. Um, when you read God's word and ask yourself, what is our purpose in life as humans? And then you make it personal by asking, what does the Bible say about my purpose in life? Um, you know, it's not just a uh, an important historical document or some or an interesting story it's truly full of life giving truth uh, that we get to use to find direction and fulfill our purpose psalms 119 105 says your word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path um the overarching message uh, in the bible is that our purpose is to bring glory to our heavenly father and I feel like that's really ambiguous and can feel very daunting, right? Like, am I supposed to just be a disciple and take up the cross and follow him and, you know, start, you know, standing on the corner and hail and, you know, <laughs> hell and brimstone is coming your way. No, obviously, like, it's it does. It takes some time. Um, but we do, we can also bring him glory by worshiping him, living our lives as an offering to him, sharing the gospel with those around him, around us. Um, and honestly, his purpose becomes our purpose. Uh, we know that Romans eight twenty eight says in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So it's key to remember that God's purpose is what matters most in our lives. Um, in 2 Timothy, Paul says he saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. So we know that scripture and is that we can trust God to make good on his promise and fulfill his purpose in our lives. We only need to trust and live our lives according to his will. And as we read the Bible and learn more about God's will for our life, ask the Holy Spirit to open your eyes and ears to understand what you are reading. I know this is like, you're like, cool, Kim, but I still need that like magic. Can you just tell me what it is that I need to do with my life? Um, you're going to hear so much in prayer, right? Like God prayer. And, and if you're not like an outlier prayer, you can journal prayer. Uh, there's so many ways to hear from God about the will for our lives. And I'm going to talk, I just want to say this really fast because I think for a long time I had this idea that like, I don't hear from God. Like people talk about hearing from God and like, are they actually hearing his voice? Am I missing it? Like, especially, you know, I'm an, I'm not a new believer anymore, but for a long time, I thought I was doing something wrong. And like, why am I not holy enough? Like, am I not, am I not this, that, and the other? Um, it's not necessarily a, a, of an audible voice that you're going to hear. I will say sometimes the audible voice in my, and this is just my interpretation, it's, it's you saying what you're feeling, but th that's 100% coming from God. Um, for example, this summer I was reading the word and I remember it so clearly. And God 
flat out said to me, how long are you going to read my word and not take action? And it was like, hello? Uh, uh, But isn't that crazy that I question? It's like, God, I want to hear from you. God, I want to hear from you. And here I am. I'm talking. And it's not like it's not his voice, but it's clear as day that there is. I just heard from God because there's nobody else around. And that is 100% from him. So we need to take advantage, but the only way we're going to do that is if we open up the the lines of communication, right? We we get to take advantage of that opportunity. Uh, so praying for insight about your purpose is so helpful because it's going to help you figure out what you know what is God calling to you, calling you to. James says, if you if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it would be given to you. So, you know, I think that you're going to feel, begin to feel a calling in your prayer life, um, and it might take a little bit of time. I remember, you know, I was sitting in this staff meeting once, and this guy who, I think he was new at the time, he ended up staying on as a pastor for a long time, but um, to be honest, I kind of had a lot of, I remember he didn't like rub me the right way. Like I, there was, I, I don't know. I had like some weird interaction at some point in time. And so here he was preaching at the staff meeting and he said a couple things that changed the course of my life. Um, you know, he was talking about missionary trips and how, like when to learn more about like to really learn yourself, you have to remove all these distractions. And at the time I was praying about getting pregnant and I, we had been trying for about six months and it wasn't working. And clear as day, I came home and I told my husband, babe, I got to go to Africa. And he was like, what? We just got married. We're trying to have a baby. Like, how are you going to go to Africa? I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to Africa. And sure enough, I planned an entire, I was part of a humongous organization that went to Africa and it was the most you know, to this day, uh, actually, they just opened up a high school. Like the <laughs> the work that was done on that trip is it has gone on to be more than I you know ever would have known. Um, so ask for direction. Be open to hearing from God. Um, when we really listen, which I know can be hard, which is why I preach, get up in the morning without all the distractions, you're going to, you're going to hear from him. If he wakes you in the middle of the night, don't pick up your phone, go to him in prayer. Um, these are times that it's like he almost gives you this morning at 4am. I was wide awake and I was about to grab my phone and it was like, pray Kim, pray for each of your kids. Pray for the world, pray for the things that are coming, pray for your purpose, all of it. And so be open to making sure you're doing that. <coughs> Excuse me. I usually have two. Just one. Okay. Um, but asking God to, to reveal his purpose for your life and steer you in the direction he wants you to go. You may discover a calling on your life that gives you that sense of purpose you've been missing. Or God may remind you of how what you're doing right now already matters. Um, So you may just experience a renewed sense of motivation. And both are so important. Um, Okay, last one. Um, And these are just breaking down those three how to fulfill God's purpose. What are your passions? Uh, You know, Romans 12, 6 tells us that we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. You can look around at the people you know and quickly confirm this is true. It is usually easier for us to see others' talents than our own, but don't forget to consider the ways God has gifted you. Whether you share your, your God's love through the most amazing chocolate cake or 
photography or a heart for hospitality or clear teaching, wise counsel, humor that keeps you and everyone laughing. You have a unique role to play in your community. First Peter 4.10, each of us should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in various forms. So I think if you're wondering how to find out your God-given talent, first ask God to reveal it to you. He will make it very known. But if he doesn't, <laughs> and you still got to figure out some more, uh, it also ask your friends and family to share what they see as your true passions in life. Um, you know, you'd be surprised by their answers. Maybe, maybe they've seen your lights, your eyes light up when you're engaging in a certain type of activity, or they notice that when you do this one thing, you're you're totally hyped. So once you know what your your personal passions are, find out how you can draw on those to fulfill God's purpose for your life. Um, for example, if you're great with kids, why not volunteer to help you at your church, uh, or you know, give parents a much needed date night or, you know, go into teaching or go into, um, you know, creating some sort of after school uh, Bible study or whatever you, if you have a passion for writing, um, maybe it's time to write that book or a blog or something that's going to give him the glory. Um, because the, the Bible talks a lot about purpose we all share as humans, and it's so important to consider how you personally fit into this framework. Um, I know that we, you know, we've seen every person has their own unique way they can serve God. And when you embrace those passions, you're going to discover an enthusiasm for life you may not have ever experienced before. And that is so worth it. You know, I can't, I can't bottle up why it's easy for me to stay up late and get up early and do this over and over. But I will tell you, it's because, um, recently I found myself in kind of a crisis of what am I doing? Where am I going? And I feel like I want to do more kingdom work and Lord, what do you have, you know, what have, what do you have for me? And a job was actually presented uh, to me um, at a church that I've absolutely been in love with for over a decade. And I decided, you know, that, I mean, why would this come my way right now when I'm struggling with my, you know, what I'm supposed to do? And the next thing I knew, I'm applying for that job. And strangely enough, the process was really long, like, like three months long four months long, like to the point where it's almost like, Kim, I don't think you got, and it's like, no, the process was still going forward, still going forward. And one day I looked at James and he goes, you're not, you don't want, you don't need this job. Like you don't, you're not going to take this job. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, that's not the purpose for your life. And whether he was praying about it for me or what, but he was, I had the same exact feeling. I was like, I love, I would love that job, but it isn't for me right now. That's not my, that's not where God has me right now. But when we begin to follow what doors are opening or what you kind of are called to, crazy things start to happen because it opens up other, your eyes to other things. And even in that three months of applying for jobs, so many crazy things happened to solidify where I am supposed to go. But we have to be open to it. We have to, we have to know, in, like Jeremiah 29, 11, God says, for, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. You are not insignificant to God. And he knows you better than you know yourself. And he knows what you were designed for. So read his word. 
Pray and pay attention to the gifts he's given you and truly believe that you will start living a more fully in his will for your life. We have to surrender to God and let him direct our path. Y'all, if you want to make that change, if you want to have the zest for life, ask him. And, and maybe your prayer is like, Lord, I know that right now my job is to be this, these three kids, four kids, two kids, moms, and to be all in. Help me enjoy the mundane. Help me to enjoy homeschooling. Help me to find new ideas to teach, to preach, to show them life. Help me to create a peaceful living home. We can do, the the work we can do in our own homes is so powerful, but we have to realize that we have to ask God to be a part of that. Lord, when I put that laundry in, help me be grateful that we have a laundry machine and clothes to wear. When I get to clean those bathrooms, help me be grateful that there's toilets to clean, that there are people going to the bathroom and it's not just me, whatever the case might be. Flip your own script and ask God to help you and meet you in that. And I promise you, if you follow those three things, he will. He absolutely will. And together you you will join with God in figuring out and living out his will for your life. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that you feel renewed, ready, excited, and just honestly up for whatever God has for you. But I want to tell you, start preparing for what you pray for because God will show up and he will tell you that or move you into the direction that you need to go. And so be ready. Get ready um, because uh, this is where you you want to pray with expectancy. You want to pray with passion. You want to pray being ready to rock and roll. Um, I wanted to say thank you for listening. Thank you for your joint effort in making this podcast um, effective. And I cannot wait to see you um, tomorrow, talk tomorrow. Um, But until then, I truly hope that you will share this podcast, um, leave a review, whatever you do, um, all things help um, us grow. So have the best day and uh, let's go get, let's go at our chaos today with a joy that can only come from Jesus.